0: what up though? it's your homie d royale and you're now tuned into season one episode one of real spit with royale and it's right here on family fm recording inside of canal street radio baby shout out to canal street radio for making this happen and um also shout out to our family fm family uh for making this happen as well and also shout out to our listening party family as well uh for making this happen now look this is in essence the pilot of great things to come um i I like to say that this podcast is it's about when the reason why i named it real spit is because that's what i talk about you know I i talk about the realness of things and and a lot of people overly use that term real but i'll break down the term real and what i think is real all right what i think is real is unadulterated undoctored opinions and not for the sake of bashing or for the sake of stirring up emotion but for the sake of enlightening and entertaining okay i want to entertain and i also want to inform at the same time and that's the whole essence of this podcast uh with that being the case i cover a wider a wide array of events mostly current events um i might even segue into some random stories about crazy stuff that goes down in my life why not why not get personal right Um, by not bare all have fun with this Uh, you know pretty much human experience and I want to share that now you can also get at me on Instagram and Twitter at D Royale I don't really do Snapchat too much unless you're trying to send nudes I'm down with that too because it goes away you know it goes away after a day Um, but you know hey whatever whatever you want to do you can also get at me for new music submissions because I will include uh, a playlist after each and every episode Um, you know it'll be mostly new music some underground artists that I think are dope you know that people need to know so that's that's you know that's what i do as well so you can email me droyale droyale L E, one zero four five at gmail.com i might have to change that but for right now that's how you can get at me um shout out to my guy ryan too for you know letting us in the building um and you know let's do it let's do, let's dive right into it all right it's been a crazy week or, or past week i should say because it's the holiday season so you know a lot of people have been having debates on Twitter. And Instagram too, but you know, Twitter is a lot more interactive uh, when it comes to the debates and passionate too. Yo, Twitter might be my favorite app ever. I slept on Twitter in the beginning, but then you know, when you got some real stuff to say, when you got some real spit that you want to get off your chest, you most definitely take the Twitter because you can peel them, you can peel them joints off in a heartbeat. Like Instagram, you gotta post, you gotta wait. I like the gram, but you know, holiday season, Thanksgiving is uh, this Thursday. So that's dope. Shout out to everybody who's going to be having family in town and all that good shit like that. Um, And, you know, one of the things that gets debated on every year is what is the best side dish? What is the worst side dish? What is the best way to make mac and cheese? What is the worst way to make mac and cheese? And look, I'm not going to say I'm a chef. All right. This is my first year um, attempting to make a full Thanksgiving dinner by myself. Now, I'm not going to have a lot of friends and family over probably gonna be me you know what i'm saying and you know one of my little one of my little you know pretty young things, you know <laughs> so it's gonna be real personal it's gonna be a real intimate thanksgiving with that being the case i i feel like you know why not take the time to learn how to cook a full thanksgiving meal like a lot of us now you know me me, me myself i don't care about bearing my age i'm 30 years of age just turned 30 uh this year and the the, the best thing about that is you you almost ready for the family scene but you're not really so you're still kind of doing trial and error, right? Uh, so I'm at that age now where I'm like, you know, I made sides for the house. You know, my, my grandmother and my mom used to make me make sides or make me help making sides or bringing the groceries in. And I used to fall back and go to like basketball practice or go kick it with a little Breezy or something like that. Um, but now I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like it's time to make a full Thanksgiving meal. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna post that too. I might even go live and just go ahead and throw it all out there and just keep it extra funky with you. Uh, but anyways, back to what I was saying. The, the great debate, Okay, the best side and the worst side. Um, I don't necessarily think any side is a bad side. Alright, if you go into a function, if I invite you over for Thanksgiving, and you pull up with some potato salad, I'm not gonna be too impressed. Okay. Um, not because potato salad isn't hard to make. I'm not a potato salad fan. I I, you know, maybe some mashed potatoes. That's the only potatoes I really want. Mashed potatoes. All right. I'm I'm down with that. Um, just no cranberry sauce. Please, for the love of God, no cranberry sauce, alright? who invented cranberry sauce that's one of the most trash sides you can get especially if i've never even seen anyone make cranberry sauce from scratch i've only seen it come out of a can like ocean spray or something like that um which i think is completely disgusting by the way so now that i got that off my chest we can move forward to some of my more and i don't i don't dislike a lot of food you know most food i like based off who cooked it um like for instance I you know I'm not the biggest potato salad fan but you know my grandmother makes a pretty damn good potato salad now I know everybody gonna yeah yeah, your grandma you you know you're kind of partial maybe so all right but I've had other people's potato salad and it tastes like trash okay I don't really rock with it like that but um overall though man um I, mac and cheese is always a go but depending on who and how they make the macaroni and cheese all right this is go- i don't i don't even know how this is still a debate i don't even know how people post pictures of macaroni and cheese that's not impressive just spare yourself the embarrassment if your size don't look like they popping when they come out of the oven or well wh- however you whipped them up all right don't take no picture of that shit trash it okay just just get rid of it okay don't post no pictures don't embarrass yourself it's not a competition all right um just throw that out there because i might not post no pictures of my, if my if my size or anything i could come out bad for thanksgiving guess what you never see it it never happened okay if it don't make it to the net it never happened all right that's the new age rules um but all jokes aside though um you can always <laughs> tweet me at d royale let me know what you think are the best and uh worst sides for thanksgiving um also you know Now that I'm talking about this and we're going to get to some current events in a second. But, you know, these are things that I just kind of was thinking of prior to cracking the mic. And I just felt like I had to get this off my chest because somebody somewhere needs to hear this. Okay, it is completely fine if you get invited into a Thanksgiving function, right? Play it safe. okay? don't go and cook your best dish possible. And you show up and don't nobody eat your your food and they think it's nasty. And now you're in your fields the whole night. Alright, do yourself a favor, show up with some wine Okay, show up with some liquor Or or just show up with some beverages Play it safe But if they're counting on you to bring something You might want to bring some food through That's just, you know, that, that's just me I don't think there's any Don't get invited into a family function Or or a holiday function And you show up empty handed Just don't show up empty handed, alright I I invited a girl over last year With me as a date To somebody else's place Let's just say it didn't go well doesn't matter. It didn't go well. Um, Overall, I will say that this is my favorite time of the year. I don't really have a lot of favorite holidays, um, but this most definitely is one of them because the historical significance of Thanksgiving is not the best. And it's not funny, but it's not the best either, okay? Look, every time I think about how terrible Thanksgiving is as a holiday, I'm often, I want to say, comforted by the fact that the families are going to be gathering. You know, because this is the best time of year because then everybody don't see each other for, for a lot of the year. You working, you doing whatever, you know, whatever your line of work is. Maybe you're a prostitute. I don't know why that was the first career to come to mind. But, hey, you make your money, you, you do paying your bills and hopefully you live in your best life. That's all that matters. But everybody has their things that they're doing throughout the year. And then finally, the family gathers. And in my family, you know, and, and I was just talking to somebody about this, too. I, I, I don't really invite a lot of friends or people who aren't family members or close to the family to my family gatherings because it can be intense i've scared away many many potential girlfriends because i chose to bring them over too early and if it's that rare year where everybody in the family get together man you know people have dysfunctional families and then there's my family like my family be on some like Disrespectful, dysfunctional, crazy, s- drunken. It's it's fun, it's fun if you if you don't have thin skin. I didn't know how wild my family was until I started inviting people over for Thanksgiving, and then I realized how embarrassed I was. But you know, it's too late at that point, shit is going down. <laughs> my mom roasted my date, my uncle roasted my date. You know what I'm saying? They roasted me. They talk about how ugly I was when I was 12 just all types of but i think that's normal family stuff though it doesn't get too crazy we have had the cops called on us several times when we started to move into more predominantly white neighborhoods because they weren't used to all the commotion but it was still cool they got along with it we invited them over had a couple drinks we were good to go you know some eggnog and some henny that's that's like the ultimate bonding drink right there eggnog and henny and yes I, I moved to new york this past year i'm i'm, I'm gonna disclose that and um, <laughs> I'm looking at the situation Like you know I've never had Conquito coquito. I guess that's how you say it Conquito One of those things But I'm an eggnog guy I was raised on eggnog And they told me I was being fancy Somebody called me Bougie when I was copping the eggnog I put it on the gram They roasted me Talking about I'm drinking White people stuff Look I, I can't help it Eggnog is fire it's The non-dairy eggnog Of course That's fire But that's my That's my holiday drink Or Or you know, I could do the hot chocolate in a henny, you know, or, or, or a nice little hot toddy if I got a little cold. Um, and then after that, you know, we good. Invite people over for drinks for the holidays. That's what you should take away for that. Invite them over for drinks and do, you know, fun stuff like play board games. My family play board games because we're, we're overly competitive. So have fun with that. All right. Once again, it's your homie D-Royale. This is episode one, season one of Real Spit with Royale um, and shout out to my family f my family fm family <laughs> also uh we're recording right here inside of canal street so shout out to my family fm family um for letting this happen and my guy ryan too now let's get into some current events I. um i i felt the need to talk about this first because i think it's super important um that we continue to keep politics as an everyday conversation. I remember when I was younger, they used to always say, was it two or three things you don't talk about in public? I just know that two of them was politics and religion. And I feel like we should make those things everyday conversations because we sit around here all the time. What, what are we talking about if we're not talking about that shit? I, I cut friends off because we're not having deeply intellectual stimulating conversations i have no problem with it as a matter of fact i damn near unfriended everybody i've ever friended on facebook because i'm like we sitting here we not keeping it extra funky with each other and then donald trump gets elected now i'm not trying to say i you know have the best you know political radar right i don't know who the next you know barack obama is gonna be you know i, I don't know who, who who the next you know uh you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt is going to be. I don't know who's going to crank out the next New Deal, give us something better than Social Security and Medicaid. I don't know who's going to do that. All right. I don't know. We don't unfortunately know until they become popularized, which is why we need to have the politics conversation a lot more often. With that being the case, I know a lot of people are still in their fields um, that Andrew Gillum isn't, you know, he didn't get elected. He lost. State of Florida was crazy. It always is, though you don't really realize how conservative florida is until you live in florida and then that's when you get to see how raw florida can be and it is like red i mean like confederate flags on the back of pickup trucks it's real and when i moved there from michigan to go to school to go to college i was like damn i did not this is this some shit out of movie. anyways so then this past week uh, obviously we know um keeping it of course in the political realm um Donald Trump, excuse me, makes his way to California um, in light of tragic events where, you know, houses and you know these wild forest fires have just been ablaze and just been engulfing whole communities, you know, and you know, politics always rain. This is why we gotta have a conversation, man, because you know, Donald Trump pulls up and I mean he's not even remorseful. Like he looked like he looked like ain't shit wrong. Like he just pull up like he, yeah, I'm here just hanging out in California. Wildfires ablaze. I'm here, baby. And I'm thinking to myself like this, dude, the the one thing I I will say about Donald Trump, and I think he is the biggest asshole ever, but he got elected. Now I, I guarantee you, you know, everybody's like, oh, that you know, electoral college, which we need to, we really need to just come on. Can we just throw away the whole Electoral College situations, like, can we just get rid of it? Just throw it away, all right? It was, it was made at a time where we weren't no, we weren't anywhere near as developed communicationally speaking, or even foundationally as the country we are right now. It never represented the entire nation like it was supposed to, and now it just it's some crazy mechanism that kicks in, and you just like, oh damn, popular vote had popular vote had such and such winning, and then Electoral College kick in like, uh uh, fam. We not doing that. We are gonna do it this way. Um, but anyways, not to get too technical, I, I I just feel like we've never had someone be so <laughs> someone be so arrogant and pompous, like and just blatantly disrespectful um, ever as president. And um, to me, I'm happy it happened. You know, people get mad at me when I say that. I, I really don't care. I'm on Twitter all day laughing. This is a joke to me. It's it's one big joke, and you know the funny thing about it is the people that voted for him or the people who were rocking the MAGA hats and all that stuff like that—they're even pissed. Healthcare is getting crazier, and it's okay to talk about politics, and we should make it normal to talk about politics because you know what happens is we shelter our we shelter ourselves from it. Our friends, our family—we don't want to piss nobody off. We don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to vote for the wrong amendment. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to say nothing inflammatory. So guess what we do? We just suppress the shit. And guess what happens? Donald Trump gets elected for president. So we most definitely need to talk about it. We just had some crazy midterms. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, are excited that, you know, the House and most of the Senate is blue. I know a lot of people are happy, you know. A lot of people are happy that liberals are, are going to be... You know, Donald Trump gonna have to fight with them. That's why he was going so hard for Andrew Gillum. He was good. Hey, Donald Trump was so pressed though. He was on Twitter every day. Close votes in Michigan. Close votes in Florida. Close votes in No, man. It's it's gonna be a rap. Because what's gonna happen is it's the same thing that happened every single time, right? You look at it. One we got we got a Democratic president, super progressive. Dope agendas, you know. Uh, same-sex marriage gets legalized. You know, gay rights gets a huge boost. And then what? What the pendulum swings. It was just like it was before Barack Obama. We had we had George Bush, two terms. I I don't I don't want Donald Trump to have a second term. But I will say that America's a funny place because when black people, historically speaking, we've never really had a a, a politician that really was like you know what my agenda is to help black people in this country like name a few and and i'm not talking about some that ran a campaign with false promises and then they got elected and fell back i'm talking about got elected was in the office and was like i don't care what nobody say we passing our bills to 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 improve the quality for black people in this country So when I see so many people get sad when Donald Trump got elected, I was like, here we go. And now it's all playing out. So now you got him in California um, looking not even the slightest bit remorseful. Like, he don't even care. Like, I think he quoted something about saying that the fires was even... It was the firefighters' fault. I'm paraphrasing at this point. I'm looking for the quote. I might not find it. But, you know, he's saying some inflammatory shit every day. So, you know. But he just he's chilling like he's on vacation then i i read a crazy stat i i think um every year i think around the time this year i think the president um gives an address for veterans right because i think veterans day just passed and they're supposed to give like a speech and they're supposed to go i think there's a ceremony i believe it is and they're supposed to like lay a rose you know um on veterans graves and I guess it was raining in fam. Donald Trump said, we not doing that. Cancel that. Yo, you you can't tell me like a guy like this is likable, man. Like, how do you, how could you ever like a man like this? And then they'll hit you with stats. And the stats be from the, the stats in are the results of the administration's amendments and lawmaking in past years. So interesting to see Donald Trump do that. Um, it's actually very interesting. I, I don't know. I just think it's it's like a shit show it's funny it's it's comedy to me you know because they never like america's never gonna fail It's too many business interests that's why the banks that too big to fail that's that's what america is america's a bank so we'll see how this plays out um but anyways in lighter news let's talk about some of these albums that just dropped this past week now i like to talk about music after politics to lighten things up so hopefully you listen to some of your favorite songs to make yourself feel better (laughs) because it gets real man people get heated when you talk politics i promise you man um time magazine listed their top albums of 2018 and it's crazy because 2018 is about to be over It's, it's about to be over baby it's crazy now i i started making my vision board but i did not envision cardi b having her album be named the number one album of the year by time magazine And I'm going to keep it extra funky with you. The only reason I even listened to Cardi's album is because um, (laughs) I had a girl who I'm kicking with and she liked Cardi B. Now I will say this. I will say this. I I like Cardi B's run. Anybody who dislikes Cardi B's run is, I'm not going to call you a hater. I'll just say that you're confused about the industry and that's fine there's some truly talented people who will never get to the level that cardi b is at i can't tell you why that's just the way the world works but people love ratchetry is that a word make that shit a word ratchetry okay people love ratchetness and ratchetry okay they love ratchetness and especially cardi because she's she's gonna give you that unadulterated pure ratchetness and she's a whole mom now and she like i'm not turning this off him go gas the jet and you know, so for Time Magazine to name her, to give, to really vote, to even put her in their top ten albums of the year, I know that's stinging a lot of people. I know a lot of people sitting there like, "Damn, fam, Cardi B." And I listen to that album, and do I think the album is the best album of the year? No, I don't. Um, I I do most definitely, most definitely think that Invasion of Privacy was better than i thought it was gonna be i thought I, I thought cardi was gonna i thought she was gonna single us to death i thought she was just gonna you know flood us with singles drown us with singles and then just drop a couple visuals and give you another ep i thought she was gonna string us along and just she dropped the joint because it got pushed back i think it was supposed to drop i i can't even remember it got pushed back so many times but her and nikki was playing this whole chess game well it wasn't really chess because clearly we know who the winner is but anyways top 10 albums Uh, time magazine number one is cardi b invasion of privacy janelle Monet, dirty computer now i did like dirty computer i just thought janelle Monet was all over the place and then she came out which i let me say this the right way i i don't mind i I don't care you know what her orientation is i don't really care she's a talented artist but she bad as hell janelle Monet is fine i and i was hoping i had a shot but you know, not right now, apparently. So I don't know. Apparently she got a crush on Erica Badu. That's two Erica Badu and Janelle. Come on. I mean I don't Erica Badu is I don't know what she is. She's she's fluid. We'll just say she's she's fluid with hers. Okay. Um, but anyways. Uh a couple of these I have have no idea. Mitski? Be the cowboy. Time, okay. Yeah, thank you for putting me up on a new album. Sean Mendez. They ain't even put Sean Mendez. <laughs> Sean Mendez albums. I don't know. Sean Mendez had a run, man. But I thought that was like 2017. I thought that was like mid 2017. I guess early 2018 he crept in. So Shawn Mendez is in there. I don't really listen to fam like that, but he, he most definitely does a great job at charting. Jay Balvin is in there. I had no clue. Um Robin, I don't even know who that is. Uh Troy Seven, Simon. I think it's even Bloom, I never heard of that album. Um Casey musgraves man uh the 1975 and camilla cabello i'm not really feeling those but i this is what i'm and i'll say this for time magazine to name cardi um album of the year it makes me feel this way well their particular album of the year and time magazine is a huge publication so that's a big deal so i mean it's worthy of talking about it's real spit so um i look at cardi's album as like it is a phenomenon it's one of those things that will probably never happen again but it's amazing that it happened she had no no album i think she put a couple mixtapes out the looking like a lick joint and then after that she shot off she got songs from room five bruno mars i mean killer collabs She's she's she she killing at the war shows and I know Nikki sting you can't tell me Nikki not stinging right now. You can't tell me she ain't somewhere salty as hell. I know she is. That's you know Nikki. You know, everybody's supposed to be her sons. But apparently Cardi ain't. And that whole beef was weak. So um, but shout out to Cardi for, you know, breaking through. I don't think she's the most talented artist. I, I don't know if she'll ever have another hit record again. Who knows? she's riding the wave and she's doing a great job her team holding her down and the whole notion that she don't write her music i mean you know what you gonna do when we found out drake wasn't writing his music drake just start breaking more records it was like it didn't matter I don't even think it matters if you write your own rhymes now Sadly, but I mean that's the time we're living in I don't really care either way As long as you give me great music, I don't really care If you write your rhymes, you don't write your rhymes I don't care if you just ad-lib I don't care Now I do like authentic, authenticity I do like Authentic artists As close to original as possible But I mean it is what it is Now Cardi at the same time, her theatrics most definitely Compliment what she has going on Because everybody shows up to see Cardi B ratchet and throwing shoes at Nicki Minaj at what was that the gala Met Gala it was one of those things that i probably never go to some shit that don't even really matter in the grand scheme of things threw a shoe at her that's cool too you know we had a nice little run with that situation and then they just argued on Instagram that it was over excuse me so you know shout out to Cardi man she maxing out right now I'm just happy that hip-hop of all things time is acknowledging as the number one album now you can see that we only get about one of those on the on the list but it's hip hop and I'm a representative we going to take that you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a going ahead and move on to my next comment before I say something wild. Um so we got trailers man new movies coming out. Um, actually you know what before before we get to the new movies I do want to highlight um a couple of albums that just dropped that I most definitely got a chance to to look at. And um and listen to Anderson Pack. Fire, fire album. All right. I know people are gonna say, Oh man, I need some time to digest it. And then some people gonna overpraise it and say it's a classic, but I think he did a pretty good job with this album. The joint with Kendrick Lamar is fire. You should most definitely check that out. I'm gonna put together a playlist. As soon as my damn phone load out my notes in there and I'll phone won't even download but that's the thing that you most definitely should check out um anderson pack his album is dope um Ella lma's album is still incredible i know you know ben came out but i still feel like it was only right to shout that out um and we gotta stop handing people the crown so fast man this album is dope but she ain't like the queen r&b or nothing she's rookie of the year you know you know, or, well, when Jaquees not stealing her shit and going viral with it, you know, then you could. Yo, I don't know what's up. What's up with Jaquees, man? I think that's hilarious, though. I think it's funny. I, I think it's funny that they sent that man that seasoned diss. He took her shit. Now when you go to the club, they play the the, the queen mix, the Jaquees mix, how the Q mix. How you say it? I don't know. I'm not a big Jaquees fan. I don't, I don't think he's that good he does a lot of whining and i don't think he can sing but you know that's my opinion and that's not necessarily a bad thing because the guy i'm sure he got some type of talent berman signing i interviewed him seven several times it's not the best interview and he's super late all the time but you know what can you do anyway so movies coming out i ain't gonna lie to you i'm i'm super excited about this uh detective pikachu movie now a portion of people that grew up like me whether you black white asian whatever you call yourself however you identify you watch pokemon at some point in time as a matter of fact pokemon has been a part of our lives whether you like it or not for about what 15 16 years maybe longer than that it's come back in installments you can't hate on pokemon even the heart is the most gangster gangster you can find the og triple og double triple og triple they know about Pokemon, so it's okay to get down with this movie if you grown. You ain't got to sneak in the movie with your kid and say, oh, I'm here because my niece or my nephew or my little cousin or I'm taking the kids from the Boys and Girls Club out to see it. It's okay. Embrace that weird shit. I like it. I'm going to see it. By myself, Dolo. Dolo in the movie theaters watching this Detective Pikachu movie. Now, I was, I was surprised at who they chose to be to be the lead character i thought they was gonna try to get someone that looked more like ash from the original pokemon series but i don't you know i mean hey they, they chose a the black kid i'm not mad at it I'm not, applause. I'm not mad at it uh and they chose ryan reynolds as the voice of pikachu which i think is super dope uh ryan i you know what no i don't I ch- i'm changing my mind on that real spit i'm changing my mind because ryan reynolds is i think he's great he's awesome casting for deadpool i'm all for that because he is deadpool as far as i'm concerned we better not ever see another actor play deadpool just like i don't want to see i don't want to see nobody but tony starks play iron man that's just me can't nobody play that role better they embody that character to the core now pikachu no ryan reynolds i don't think so but then again who you gonna get i don't know who else i would want i don't i don't know who else i would want to play Pikachu. But. I hope this movie is good the trailer most definitely sold me so i am rocking with that um another movie that's getting ready to drop which i i mean like like i said man it's just right now we in the era having these movies that are just gonna be super crazy fiery um but we getting ready to see some intense animation movies drop um toy story 4 baby i'm here for it let's get it <laughs> let's get it this is the age of the grown kid man i'm telling you some of us that never stopped watching disney movies now now i watch disney movies and i and i think to myself there's a twist on everything right because when you get older it's, it's and the reason why you, every 10 years you have to go or i would say every five years maybe six give yourself some time in between you should go back and rewatch movies this is real spit go back and rewatch the movies you thought were dope as a kid and they might still be dope because of the nostalgia behind them but when you think about the overall message like I watched Aladdin last night well it wasn't last night but it was recently it was a couple nights ago I'm watching Aladdin and I'm thinking to myself everybody liked Jasmine but Aladdin the guy who he she pretty much told my man he had to be a prince this dude rolled with Jafar Jafar was a pimp I don't care what nobody say you see that outfit Jafar had on the man's a pimp okay the man's a pimp and he was involved in human trafficking because he got them in the desert somehow some way him and, him and uh the little monkey what was his name abu they in the desert came upon a, a treasure chest my man aladdin hit the lick of a lifetime and got a genie now the weakest thing about him getting his genie is he ain't wish for no real shit. what he would want? he wanted to be a prince like he should have bossed up like he should have been like you know what Aladdin. see that's why when Jafar got the genie he turned into a whole different animal that man wanted to be a genie himself like I'm granting my own wishes like I want infinite I would have wished for infinite wishes like why why we gotta stop at three baby let's boss up out here Aladdin but he was so broke for so long Aladdin like bad I just want this breezy I just want to pull Prince Jasmine she was bad and why her dad had, the Sultan had to be such a, a trash, dumb character. How he you Sultan of a whole country, but he's stupid. You see some of the stereotypes in some of these cartoons as a kid. I mean, as a kid, they didn't hit you. But as an adult, you're like, damn, Disney was flagrant with the stereotypes, yo. <laughs> oh, man. And then you got Jasmine, you know, she the one, she got to be giving away. And, you know, if he ain't royalty, you can't give him away and all that crazy stuff like that. And, you know, um, Toy Story. It, some of them stereotypes is in there too but story toy, story toy story's writing in its inception time came at a time where i think that disney was like we need to tighten up because we got a super racist dark past and we need to make this bearable for all kids of all creeds and nationalities and genders you know what i'm saying so when i watched aladdin again i thought to myself like damn this dude was so broke he just wanted a girl and she didn't want to mess with him unless he was rich and had he not been rich for that portion of the time this man had to risk his life and go to the desert to find some money and end up coming up on his dusty ass lamp and then end up getting a genie out the situation and thank god he was paid for the small amount of time he was a prince because jasmine would have never looked this way twice he would have been another dirty commoner. so that lets you know that you know disney letting you know if you broke good luck on getting any girl of your dreams now i know a lot of women say like oh no that's not the case but we're gonna get to that in a second i'm i'm excited for toy story 4 the fact that they have key and peel in there and i'm pretty sure they're gonna play some significant roles i can't tell you how happy i am about that i think key and peel are super dope so we got some dope movies coming out we got some really 2019 is shaping up and before 2019 dragon balls come on we get another broly story and it's coming out in theaters the whole movie you don't think i'm dropping paper i did threw my cash i didn't i didn't threw it away i'm throwing it away fam you don't think i'm gonna be in the movie theater with my dragon ball z shirt on it's going down i got my vegeta tank top i don't care if it's 20 below outside i'm in there it's over nine thousand, baby let's get it um so yeah man um so hopefully if you if you got a favorite movie or a movie you're excited about seeing i'm almost a huge movie fanatic you know i write scripts and i do creative writing so i'm most definitely gonna be down on that now i was on twitter and this is gonna transition into that i wasn't i was on twitter And I just one of my favorite things to do to pass the time sometimes is when I'm riding trains to my next destination is Twitter beef. I just like Twitter beef, not real beef, you know, like debates, discussions, you know, and I primarily find myself arguing, arguing with women most of the time um, because women seem to have this. And I'm not saying all, but if you ever just scroll through your Twitter feed, the amount of broken hearts and battered and and just emotionally demolish women is, is staggering I find myself arguing all the time on behalf of men because I feel like as black men I can only speak as black men I'm sorry I can't you know not, I'm sure men in general share some universal traits but you know the ones I'm talking about are specifically aimed and I get tired of defending this you know because we get, we get a bad rap we on Twitter we I'd seen a tweet I think the girl said you know everything I'm I'm beyond excited to see these women start to treat the men like the bitches they are in 2018. What? What part of the game is that? And it's crazy because I find myself like getting caught up in I'm like I and I tweeted like, "Damn, y'all real hurt out here. It's some real hurt women out here." And they hurt women just going to hurt okay, men. All you going to do is take all that insecurity and pick them anger and aggression you got for the for the for the bad judgment that you clearly shown when selecting men that you want to be in your life and you're gonna take that all on one dude who is probably gonna treat you right now you're gonna be back on twitter saying all oh, men ain't shit three or four weeks from now it's like a bad cycle now me personally on the other hand i i'm i'm here for it so i argue with her i chimed in i said damn y'all real hurt out here in 2018 huh and then that's when all the all the tweets and the that's when they start coming out my neck but i'm like i'm a man what do i know i'm on the other half of the equation i just feel like you know a lot of women these days and i see it it's you know examples of it everywhere it just seems like women are like oh we gonna let's all just do the opposite of what we should be doing we thought we should be doing which is cool that's the route you want to take but just remember hurt people hurt people all right so until you get that hate out your heart or that hurt out your heart Ain't no know, know man or, or woman Or whatever you're looking for Gonna want that Energy is energy You, know, you got all types of bad vibes And one thing, I, one thing I do love about Twitter Is Twitter reveals people's Deepest, darkest secrets Right? You gotta showcase some type of personality Some type of intellect And I try to get up on women on Twitter I ain't gonna lie to you My game is weak on Twitter It's on any social media I, I don't think I've ever successfully Got up on a woman on social media and went on a date at least let alone smashed i didn't slid in dms i didn't comment in stories i didn't look i didn't did it all except seeing nudes i don't send nudes maybe one or two people got nudes in life but not on average so i'm my thing is what am i doing wrong one of my friends he got mad girls off twitter mad girls on twitter now granted i probably got like a couple thousand followers he had like 20,000 so I guess that's impressive too but I'm dope in real life not that he's not I'm just saying I'm dope in real life speaking solely for myself so I'm thinking to myself like damn like is is my game on social media weak is it because in real life I bag them but I guess on social media I might be trash probably because I'm arguing with women too much I, I, I enjoy it because you get to the point in life where you realize that you've been dating for X amount of years and women still don't know just as much about men as don't know as much about women it's the same it's the same everybody is at that same point where you just like everybody wants to be in love right not everybody okay some people don't want to be in love i don't give a damn as long as i'm happy i don't care if i'm in a relationship or not long as i'm happy and fruitful and healthy i don't care but most people want to be in love and that's why they so hurt because the love don't work out the relationship don't work out but the love is still there i'd seen a girl tweet you know if my baby father wasn't such a piece of shit we'll still be together and then i seen another girl tweet right after that if you love if 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 you're not planning on being with somebody the rest of your life then don't get them pregnant what kind of silly what so i chimed in like damn so okay cool two people have sex and they in a relationship and it don't work out so now i gotta stay with you the rest of my life because we got a kid together 29. It's too about to be 2019, baby. You gotta get off that. Alright? You sad? I understand. But you gotta get off that. I'm arguing with everybody all 2018. You getting this energy. Once again, it's your homie D Royale. It's the real spit. It's the real spit podcast. I right, season one, episode one. Um <laughs> A family FM uh, recording right here inside of Canal Street Radio, man. Shout out to Canal Street Radio, my guy Ryan, for making it happen. Now, look, the whole premise of this is just to have an open discussion, open forum discussion. Mass stuff goes on. I feel like a lot of stuff doesn't really get talked about, especially from a real point of view, real standpoint. Right. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on edge and I'm going to say this. You know, for everybody, as you continue to get older, you continue to upgrade. And want more and want better and i get that so when i hear a lot of women talking about oh you know i'm not gonna date a guy unless he makes x amount of dollars or he got this or he can't be living with his mom and he can't be living with his ex which the second is very understandable i don't think i would date a woman who lives with her ex i would date her we most definitely can hang out and be cool take you down a couple times you know what i'm saying go on a couple dates you gotta pay your side of the bill And there's nothing wrong with that Cause I'm not paying for every date I go And not the whole one I've been doing that my whole life I just had an argument about that Whole Twitter debate Instagram debate too You know Women like Oh well I, you know And then I hate when women Do that fake ass reach For something to pay for it Just keep Just keep your hands Don't even act like it Cause I'm, I'm the type of guy I'm gonna let you pull that card out Swipe baby What the city girls say You better swipe them visas Shout out to the city girls That am just dropped to I ain't listen to it. I don't. Not a city girls fan. They, they promote the type of shit that's making the dating scene worse. Now you gotta swipe visas if you want to hang out. It's PayPal, send me some money to cash app and some crazy stuff like that. I, which I don't get. I, you know, fellas, we should start charging women money. It's, it's open season. All the rules is out. 2019, we we just let's throw the whole book out. 2019, we gonna throw the whole book out. We just wildin' on the dating scene. Fellas, if she want to hang out with you, tell her to send you that send her that cap send that cash app link first. Swipe that Visa for me, huh? We need you. <laughs> we need all your pieces to be hitting in twenty nineteen, ladies. I don't know what the <laughs> it's wild out here, man. Um, but no, I, honestly, I, I just think it's very interesting. Um, I have arguments and debates all the time with women on Twitter. Um, and I was talking to this girl one time. And she like yo you know if a guy can't take me out on a date and pay for a whole date then you know that mean he ain't got enough money for me and he ain't worth my time i could be broke by myself i'm like yeah well you got a point but you still single like your goal is to have a man i, I see her tweet all the time oh you know if niggas just get their shit together they'd be well yeah but women ain't got their stuff together either so i guess <laughs> I guess we just going to be all in this pool together, baby. Oh, man. Women are hilarious. All right. So uh, one of the things that I've been talking about recently, um, I had a, a a debate with, you know, I, yeah, damn, I guess I'm just debating everywhere. I, I like it. A healthy debate is good, man. You, you have to. Sometimes I just disagree with people just to see how far I could take an argument. Just to see. It's worth it. You try it. It's healthy. I debate with my mom all the time me and my mom had a conversation and she said son um <laughs> and my mom was one of the straightest shooters my mom and my grandma they, they shoot straight you know they they tend not to sh- sugarcoat much you know she started saying, "Son," you know I, and, and she was watching this interview on the breakfast club and she said son you know um the little girl i said what little girl mom she said the little girl from the group all the little kids be listening to i'm like what' that two girls the ratchet girls from miami i said oh the city girls she said yeah Dude, my mom was at work. She got to arguing with some of her some of the girls because they were younger. And my mom like these little girls listened to the Breakfast Club interview and they was bringing up some of her old tweets and she was saying that she don't want her son to be gay. So everybody started gay bashing her saying she was gay bashing. And my mom was like, I don't see nothing wrong now. I wouldn't want my son. I wouldn't want my grandson or son. I wouldn't want none of my kids to be gay either. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. It threw me for a loop because i never feel like i like i never look at gay and think anything like I, there's nothing wrong with it. like we live in the open like everybody's open and i'm happy that everybody's open you know how I mean? friends i've had that from high school that have came out to me like yo d fam i'm you know what i'm saying this is the way i'm rocking this you still cool with me yeah i'm still cool with you of course you're still good people you're still good people you know what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with that i i do however feel like everybody you know everybody has a preference that's like if somebody comes out and say you know oh i don't you know i don't i don't want my i don't want my son or daughter to be straight uh, straight people gonna get mad we just gonna keep getting mad at everything that's what we're doing Try to kill this bug in here just keep flying around i try to kill it like three times it's like the two pocket bugs it just won't die <laughs> that was i don't even know i don't even know if that's even applicable But i said it anyway no, but you know, ultimately, overall, when you look at the situation, I think like everybody has a preference, right? It's not like she came out and she was like, "Oh my God, I hate gay people. I would never be. One, I would never want to be involved or have any kind of ties to that." She didn't say that. You know, that's like having a. You have a preference for your kids. You know, maybe maybe you don't want your Maybe you want your, just want to send your kids to private school. Now, obviously, that's completely different than you know orientation, but at, at the same time, it's like you got to look at it this way. If I'm procreating, I want that kid to be my wildest dreams. I want that kid to be everything I wasn't. And I have certain things that I want for that kid. You know, so my, I told my mom, I was like, what if I would have turned out that? She said, well, you know, yeah, you ain't got, you got to rock with what, you, what your kid turns out to be. I can think of a ton of things worse than, <laughs> than anything you can imagine. Like your kid could turn out to be a felon. Your kid could turn out to be a mass murderer. It's a lot of things you don't want for your kids and it makes that okay if that's what you want i just thought that was um very interesting because people were having man it was in a twitter was in an uproar over that i'm like man so much more shit we could be talking about and we talking about whether she want her kids to be straight or gay and she's just a rapper on a group full of girl, two girls like 23 and 24 they say a lot of wild shit <laughs> they say a lot of wild shit that being some of the more milder of the things that they say but I do like the I, I do like the freedom that people talk with these days now, because I, I think it's super OK to address these things and say these things. And if you don't address and say these things, then we have these hidden taboo conversations. Um, I personally, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't care. You know what my child chose to the, the gender my child chose to date or the sexual orientation. You know, as long as you're being safe and you're protecting yourself, fam, I wouldn't care. I don't have any kids. Not yet, I don't think. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't trip. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you fly, I just want my I just want my kids to be healthy and fly, right? That's it. You want to date boys? You want to date girls? Just be fly and just be safe. Because you can't really, you can't do much. Like, your kid's going to grow up in this world and it's going to happen. It's going to be wild stuff. Your kid's going to go through phases you know what i'm saying like that's the way it's gonna rock so if, if you are a part of this world you're a part of this culture your kid is too think about you know you can go on social media watch porn if you want to it's free it's there at their fingertips so of course there's gonna be some influence of some type of this world you know whatever that person choose but you know to each his own i guess that's just what i'm trying to say once again you right now with your homie d royale season one episode one real spit with royale all right so I brought to you by my family fm family i gotta stop saying family fm family twice <laughs> right here on family fm uh also recording right here inside of canal street radio all right that's what i'm doing right now and i'm looking at people shopping and this is a very interesting thing too because the, the, the way i'm set up i'm literally looking outside and people are shopping in canal street Market and i think it's so dope shout out to my guy ryan this is such a dope location i'm changing the light bulb colors in here too now i'm just having fun with this i think i might make it yellow make it yellow um anyways so with that being the case man um i'm really excited about this season man you can also hit me up on anything you want to talk about debate about go back and forth about you want to hear me expand on um hit me up on twitter at d royale on instagram at d royale um it's spelled d-r-o-y-a-l-e just like it sounds uh you can also email me if you got some new music you Want me to listen to it um you guys want me to put you up on some shows you want me to send you my playlist and build a spotify playlist uh i'm gonna do an itunes playlist as well Uh send you guys some new music i do a lot of new uh, old r&b stuff on sundays uh and then on Fridays it is all my new hip hop music. Uh, Saturdays is all my um, classics, classics, hip hop classics, and rock and roll in there too. I should put together a stand up comedy playlist because I do a, I listen to a lot of stand up. I think I'll do that. That'll be fun. All right, it's not, look, laughter is the best medicine. All right, when I was, you know, I, I always tell people like people who are depressed. I had a um, one of the girls I used to be heavily involved with she went through like this crazy depression and around the same time I was going through one too because I think everybody goes through a depression whether you like it or not but um everybody goes through about where they just can't control their emotions the way they would like to right or you're not as happy or productive or lively or energetic as you want to be um and it happens you know so one of the things I told I said the, the way I was making it through my day literally what I would listen I would listen to Paul Mooney, Patrice O'Neill. Uh, my two favorites some, I'll sprinkle some Eddie Murphy in there Obviously some Richard Pryor Cedric the Entertainer Louis C.K Uh, Dane Cook Seinfeld I, I would just literally listen to Stand Up All day right? And I'm like damn I need to do this one day I want to make people laugh I, I want to entertain people I feel like that's a part of me to entertain and inform That's what this is Entertainment and information Um and so I told her, I'm like, yo, you, you know, you need to do it. It's going to brighten your day. It's going to make you feel better. She called me back crying. Like, damn, like it made it worse. <laughs> like, shit. It's not funny, but it did make it worse. That's what it's funny. It did not make it worse. All right. And what it did is it made it better. She called me back. She was laughing so hard. And I tell people all the time, like, man, that's the best form. Like, that's why I always, you know, creative writing and, you know, writing scripts and, you know, acting and just doing as much stuff as you can to stay productive and, and stay active. That's the best part about it. You know, so I always urge people, man, if you're going through a depression, try your hardest to laugh. So I'm going to put together a playlist for people. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm, I'm going to sprinkle. I'm going to do some stand-up. I should do some stand. That would be some dope shit if I did up. Um, that'd be amazing. I might, I might even try it this week. Uh, one of the things that I always want to do is like try to do something new each week, try to give myself a new experience. We set ourselves that we, what we do, you know, and 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 I'm a victim of this too. And the reason why I can say I know other people do it, excuse me, is because I do it, right? So I know for a fact that I fall. We all fall into a routine, whether it's work, school, whatever the case is. We just get so locked in because we're trying to make progress, and you know, we want to get far real quick, so we ain't got to work the rest of our life and all that good stuff like that. We gonna make money, da da da. But one thing we don't do is we don't shake our lives up. We don't do anything new. You know, we, growing up, you kind of have to, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of have to go on stage and give a speech, you know, for a class project. You kind of have to give a presentation. You have to public speak, and it makes you nervous and you stutter and you sweat. It's that fear of being alive and failing and having that live with you. And you need to administer that to yourself all the time. I learned that the hard way. I moved to New York, and I'm like, man, I, you know, I, I work all day, go home, work all day, go home. I'm like, man, it's got to be more than life to that right so i quit my job started this podcast right here um, and ever since then man i'm not gonna lie to you just do a new experience like new york is there's now some people live in places where you can't really do shit that's understandable then drive somewhere take a bus somewhere take a train somewhere go somewhere you've never been and just be a stranger for a day you don't do no crazy stuff obviously come on fam. like go meet somebody and you know if you live in ohio you know drive to michigan and meet somebody You know what I'm saying? Drive five cities over. Drive to the, you know, the most northern part of where you live, and just meet new people. Introduce yourself. I'm telling you, this shit is dope. I do it all the time in New York. I'm a random, different person every day. I was Charles yesterday. Sundays, I like just roam the city for different places to eat and just tell people I'm somebody I'm not and make up a completely different backstory. Now I know what you're thinking to yourself. That sounds kind of um, psychotic. Not really. Okay, it's fun. I'm improving my acting skills and my character. So make sure you do something to spice up your life, man. That's the tidbit I'm going to leave you with. Do something to challenge yourself, man. Um, And also, don't forget you can subscribe right here, man. You can listen to me forever, ever and ever. All right? Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, at D-Royale. Also, you can email me any content, any music, D-R-O-Y-A-L-E-1045 at gmail.com. So make sure you get at me. Don't forget, you can subscribe right here. Don't forget to download... Oh, don't forget to download our Family FM app. The Listening Party presents on Instagram. Follow them. Also, Canal Street Market. Follow them as well. All right? It's Real Spit with Royale. Your homie D. Royale signing off. Also, don't forget, okay, download that Listening Party app. Okay? And this is all presented in partnership with Listening Party, the creators of Family FM. So follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. One love.